Boom, there it is, ladies and gentlemen. Well, could you say that you went from construction to beauty? I know I can, but today's entrepreneur has a story to share with us on how she did it and did it really, really well. Let's get this one on the road. Here we go. Shut up and sit down. Look, a business can give you everything you want in life. Prestige, wealth, freedom. It can also take everything away from you. This show is for those who are willing to take that risk. These are the real life stories of entrepreneurs. But before we start, I have one small favor to ask. Please leave a comment. It can be advice, critiques, tips, feedback, or share this with someone because your engagement is the most valuable and most powerful form of social currency. So thank you, and welcome to another episode of Business Boss. All right, ladies and gents, on today's episode, we're going to be talking about how to successfully navigate the world of entrepreneurship and the roofing industry. Our guest is a serial entrepreneur, philanthropist, mother of two, who's been leading a multi-million dollar roofing business spanning three states for almost a decade. She's a woman's entrepreneur VIP award winner and recognizes one of the top roofing contractors in the Southeast. She'll be sharing her story and insight on how to empower more women to show their beauty and fierceness. So let's welcome to the show the roofing and beauty entrepreneur, Miss Nikki Corson. Now we can start the party. Welcome to the show, Nikki. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. I love your music. It's hype. It's party mode. I mean, let's face it. You're on a podcast. If you ain't having fun, I don't know what you're doing here, right? I love it. (laughs) All right, let's jump into this thing. Um, You are in an industry, first and foremost, dominated by guys. I want to know your experience. How did you get into this space and how did you dominate in this space? Well, I uh, kind of worked my way in uh, through the back, I guess. I started out in real estate and then started doing uh, flips and property management and kind of got a lot of construction experience through that. And uh, I've been an entrepreneur, I think, ever since I was born. So I've had multiple businesses throughout my life. I think it's just what I meant to do. Uh, I just live and breathe it. So and I've done multiple different industries. For me, business is really about numbers. And if the numbers make sense, then then I'm in. Um, So, yeah, I, I was actually helping run a marketing company when I came across this particular roofing company. So I didn't found this company that I essentially took over, uh, but it was branded very well and uh, looking to maybe leave the, the market. And I thought, wow, what a great branding uh, history this company has, great reputation, et cetera. It'd be such a waste to let this great company, you know, kind of just disappear. And so I ended up purchasing the assets of said company and I expanded it. It didn't all happen overnight, of course, but I did expand it into additional territories. I did uh, go to school. I do carry the actual roofing license. So I'm a certified roofing contractor. And uh, it's really just about 
numbers, like I said, and building the right team. Uh, when you are as expanded as we are, three different states, but running as one company, having a really solid team is everything. Without that, there's no way that I could do it. I'm one person. I can't be everywhere at the same time. So, you know, just every single person that's in that company is super, super important um, down to, you know, beginning labor all the way up to my executive team, just being super selective. And I've had mentors myself. So I've learned how to hire. I've learned how to build a really strong, positive culture. And I just went all in on that. And now it's it's afforded me the time to go and venture and do other things, which is how I then pivoted into the beauty industry. It's something I've been interested in my whole life. Uh, you know, so full disclosure, I was not a little girl in elementary school when asked, you know, what do you want to be when you grow up? I did not say a roofer. Okay. <laughs> my answer was actually a princess. So, um, yeah, <laughs> it didn't work out. I didn't marry royalty. So, you know, here I am being an entrepreneur instead, which I have to say is probably way more fun. Um, so I got into lashes because I myself am a consumer and I've been wearing falsies, as they're called, for about 15 years now. Definitely before it was mainstream, I probably look like a weirdo when I first started wearing them because you just didn't see them as often. And, mm. uh, but I just loved it. I have really thin hair. It's blonde. So like my, my eyebrows and my eyelashes, you don't really see very well. They're not very prominent. So I loved having the lashes. I felt like I actually had lashes <laughs> when I wore them and, uh, it did become mainstream more and more over the years. You see more people using it now. It's, you know, everywhere. Hell, you even see them on cars now. Have you seen the freaking Bugs. The headlights? Oh, yeah. yeah. Like those little, little buggies running around. I'm like, is that thing winking at me? Like, well, I don't know. It's giving me a funny look. Yeah, they're super popular. And so I'm like, you know, this is something I really love. And I, I know what works well on different eye shapes and what styles are, are in and look great. And no matter what you're doing, whether you're in the office, you're on stage, um, in a parade, what, what have you, you know, um, I'm, and it's fun. So I know a lot about it. And I was like, I'm going to jump in because I, I really just love doing it. Um, so I launched last year and I've just been kind of touring and working online, building the online store, jumping awesome podcasts like yours. And, and here I am talking to you. All right, well, let me ask you about a couple of things because you, you talked a little bit about, you know, you've been an entrepreneur since the beginning. If the numbers work, it totally makes sense. Uh, and I hear that over and over again. But <laughs> there's also a difference between starting something up and then buying an existing company. Like mm -hmm. when you started, you started Lashes, like you're, you're starting from the ground up. You're building this yeah. from, from nothing into a brand that needs to exist. Versus yeah. the roofing company, you like already bought something that was established. How yes. would you compare the two? If you're if you're going to talk to an entrepreneur who's out there and they're looking to either buy a company that's existing or start from scratch, give me some of those comparisons. What's what's good and the bad and the well, ugly of entrepreneurship in that sense? Yeah. Wow. I mean, that is a fully loaded question because you know, no matter which one you choose, it's definitely going to have its fair share of challenges. 
they're going to be different. Um, so I would say if you're an experienced entrepreneur, even if you're not experienced, you just want to become an entrepreneur, you would need to, I know it sounds old school, but literally make a list of pros and cons and, and seriously look at that. Are those challenges something that you are willing to lose sleep over, you know, work 80, 90 hours a week for that kind of thing? Um, because it's going to be a lot of work. It's just going to look a little bit different on how you grow that company. So um, one that was already established and I'll be quick, you know, I walked into, although the branding was really great and the reputation was really great. The culture was in the toilet. Um, uh, several of the employees were not bought into the company that they were hired with, let alone me here I come, I'm a female. And, you know, I had massive challenges. I used to joke I was the most hated person of 2014 uh, because I came in, you know, not with an iron fist by any means, because I, I love to laugh and have fun and, and I'm very open minded and um, I believe in being good to people. But I also know how to not be taken advantage of and I will um, be assertive when needed and not everyone likes to hear the truth. So I had to make a lot of changes that were not welcomed. And I basically said, you know, this is what's needed for the company to succeed in order for it to stay in business. These are the changes that we're going to need. I'm not coming in here because I want to create busy work or just change things to change them. Everything I do always has a purpose behind it. And I explain it too. I don't just say because I said so. Um, and if, and if it's not in alignment with what you want to do, then we can part ways. I'm totally fine with that. But you're either going to be all in or you can be all out. I, I can't have anybody, you know, in between because we have a mission and uh, we're, we're all going to cross the finish line together. And if you can't make it, hey, no, no hard feelings. Like I'm not for everybody and that's OK. Um, and then just the legalities of everything taking over. And th there's a lot of questions like where's the, you know, people were used to dealing with the other owner and um, I'm a woman. Hello. Uh, you know, I definitely had my fair share of, of men going, hey, darling, where's your husband? And, you know, mm -hmm. all, all that BS. But, you know, that has everything to say with their mindset. It didn't bother me. I just kind of laugh and I'm like, well, sugar lips, it's just me. So <laughs> <laughs> you got to have a comeback for them, right? These guys got to be snarky. You got to get it right back at them. Exactly. So you learned some stuff in, in running these teams, right? Some of it had to be, we got to remove the cancers because the yeah. culture has to change here. Yeah. Some of it had to be, these are the new procedures and processes. Yeah. Uh, even though people don't like change, because I don't think it matters whether your change was is looked at as a positive or negative any change when the culture has to, has to change like that it's not going to be accepted by everybody but right. you implemented a lot of this stuff and then i'm assuming the culture changed for the better so i'm going to ask what happened after that and how did that what did you learn from that that you're applying for to, to the lashes business so i mean it's it's well known you know your team is vital to your success um, and I have heard a lot of people late, especially lately, even going through COVID that the workforce, it, it's changed, everything's changed and finding the right people is hard. And I never allow myself to, anymore because I had to learn 
to hire out of desperation. Sometimes you're just really short staffed and you just want to fill the spot. You want to get someone in there. Um, I've plenty of times been, you know, filling four or five different positions and I'm only one person. And of course, let's be real. Not everything is being done to the full extent because I mm-hmm. am only one person. I can't, I can't do it all. So of course you're like, I've got to get somebody else in here. And in the past, you know, I would maybe hire someone that I shouldn't have because I was just kind of desperate. And I took the best out of mediocre candidates and was hoping that it would work knowing darn well. Yeah. Come on. It's not going to work. And, you know, so I waste their time, my time, and I find myself right back in the same shoe. So, you know, it's, it's also, um, you come into that too, when you are trying to grow and expand and sometimes it happens too fast. I found myself in that with a roofing company a couple of times because you're pushing, 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 right. To, to grow. And it, you know, all your hard work starts to pay off and then you're like, Holy crap. (laughs) We need this position in this position. And um, you can find yourself desperate and you just, you've got to stay level headed. You, you can't get ahead and, and put the wrong people in your organization because not only does it ruin your culture, but what about your client experience, you know, mm-hmm. and then your reputation is it one bad apple can do so much damage to your company. And that's really the biggest thing that I'm taking, you know, even though the two companies are not the same size, Chrissy Nikki is a startup. Um, but as I'm slowly bringing people on, I'm being super, selective about it because it's, I think even more so I'm growing it from the ground. It's my baby. I want to establish the brand, establish the reputation. I don't have that already. Um, And even after you have it, you have to maintain it, right? You can bring in a bad apple later. And, you know, I mean, heck, we've all done it. Like, oh, I've always gone to this place, but I don't know what's happened recently. The last couple of times I've gone there, the service is awful. I don't want to go back there anymore. Yep. So it could be, you could have a great run for a really long time and then you put the wrong people in place and boom, it, you're you're done if you don't yeah. want to You definitely don't want that to happen. It's worse. It's, it's bad enough if you do it. It's even worse if you bring on staff that does that for you. That's that's really, really bad. Let's talk about lashes and let's talk about Prissy Nikki. So with a startup, oftentimes the biggest issue is nobody knows who you are and you're going into a market that maybe is saturated or very competitive or whatever it is, you got to start to stand out somehow, some way, kind of like the lashes do individually on their own. Right. Right. Um, What have you done to, to help grow that brand? What are some of the steps that you're taking to stand out against your competition? So it, it, just like you're saying, you know, I mean, it's, it's hard to break into a market, especially that's very saturated. And I feel like that's most markets because The great thing about the internet is that we have so much access to information. And then the bad thing about the internet is that we have access to so much information. So everyone's fighting for, for attention and you have to be very, very creative to be the one that's getting in front of people. It, it takes really educating yourself because the algorithms change and, you know, I'm speaking about social media. That's the quickest, fastest way to get in front of people nowadays. Um, But again, everybody's fighting for attention. So, you know, unless you just naturally know the algorithm algorithms or how to market, how, you know, how to advertise, you have to learn. So that's what I've been doing and still doing. I don't think I'll ever stop is just continuously 
uh, learning about the world of marketing and social media and, and what the tricks and the tips are, you know, I'm having to invest in that and in, in that education um, because if you build it, they will come doesn't really exist, right? You, mm -hmm. if they don't know about you, like you just said, no one is purchasing your products. If they don't like you, if, if you don't have a good product, you know, there's all these things combined, but first and foremost, people have to even know you exist to try your products. So I've been heavily focusing on social media and learning all the things so that I too can, you know, fight for everyone's attention. And there's, you know, organic uh, process to that as well as ads. It really just depends on what your service or your product is. But, you know, for me being in beauty, it is something that people will scroll and buy. On the roofing side, I don't lean heavy social media. Um, I'm doing heavy SEO that works well, you know, for service because people aren't necessarily going to scroll on Insta and purchase a $20,000 roof, you know, with a click, but they will buy, you know, a $20, $30 pair of lashes. So yeah. it, it makes more sense that I do ads, um, on social media and then a light focus on, on SEO, but it is actually my main focus every day as far as running Chrissy Nikki is all the social media stuff and constantly creating content. I, I would say that's like 90% of my time for Prissy Nikki right now is strategizing and creating and editing and you're shaking your head. Like, so you get I 100%. I mean, you're literally on a podcast that does exactly that. We're, we're creating content for social media and you got to learn all the, all the types of tricks, right? Cause this is a, this is a podcast. It's not going to get the same reach as maybe a 60 second clip that you're putting on, on Instagram where they're like, Ooh, that was a good point. I definitely want to check that out. And like, but how do you get to that point? You got to start with the long form. You got to create some of the short yeah. stuff. You got to have some scripts, some outlines. It takes all the time to, to just get the courage to stand behind the camera and do it. And then you got to edit it up and make it pretty. Like there's a lot that goes into it. 90% of your time. Yeah. That sounds about right. <laughs> you know, and it's like, the more I learn, the more I feel like I don't know <laughs> because there's it's like it opens another pathway that I'm like oh my god I need to be focusing on this too and I'm like oh I need to clone myself five times over so I can keep up with all of the things but that's what I'm focusing on because again you know I, I took time in the beginning to create a product that I really love that is definitely high quality and I know people will love it you know I love it I wear it all the time because I love it. I know other people will love it too. Uh, so that was the first part, right? Now I have to make sure that I get out to to the masses uh, to to get my name out there so people will click and buy. So you started a podcast as well, right? You've, uh, you've decided yeah. to get behind the mic, to start recording some stuff. What's that process been like for you? I'm, I'm curious. Well, it uh, actually started the podcast before Prissy Nikki, and I did that that way um, because I was terrified of video. I was terrified 
pictures too, you know, putting, taking a whole bunch of different types of photos that you don't normally take, you know, posing with your kids is one thing, but then posing, you know, for a brand is a totally different type of picture and vibe. Uh, and I just, you know, as prissy as I am, which is why I went with the name Prissy Nikki, it just wasn't me, you know, I'm not, and I'm not picking on the younger crowd, but you know, I'm not 20. And so I'm not, you know, taking 1900 pictures of myself when I go to Starbucks. So that was something that I had to adjust and get used yeah. to. Um, but uh, video terrified me. Talking on video, are you kidding me? Absolutely not. So the podcast was a way that I forced myself out of my comfort zone. Uh, now I can, I'll talk to anything, anyone. I'll talk to a tree. I don't care. Turn the camera on. Um, it, it made me comfortable. I've met people from all over the world doing my podcast. I've actually learned so many things having these brilliant people on. Um, it's been the biggest gift. And I, and I only did it to push myself out of my comfort zone. Now it's something I love doing. I love meeting the people. I love sharing and getting information out that's going to help others. The podcast has nothing to do with lashes or roofing. That's one question I get. They're like, oh, <laughs> is it about roofing? And I'm like, who the hell wants to talk about roofing? I know I don't. And it's what I, you know, it's one of my biggest companies. But <laughs> I don't want to talk about roofing and, and who wants to hear about shingles? And I mean, come on, no way. Um, you know, I, I started the podcast just to get information out there that would help people. And so I call it Life Amplified with Nikki because I want to talk about anything that makes your life amplified. What amplifies our lives? What helps us? And man, I, I've had a blast. I don't know about you. You've probably met just the most incredible people on your show. Yeah, I, I equate it to, uh, you know, that scene in The Matrix where they plug in and then all of a sudden you're like, hey, I know Kung Fu. I feel like that every time I meet a new entrepreneur, because your perspective on how you attack business, how you attack your marketing, what your your everything that you do is different than my perspective. You know, we're all after kind of the same thing. We want that end client, the end consumer to be happy and to provide a product or service. But how we get there and the struggles that we go through, those are incredible. And to you know, uh a smart person learns from their mistakes and a genius learns from the mistakes of others. There's no other platform that I've ever come across where I could, I could interview the author of a book and not only do I get the information from the book itself, then I get to ask follow-up questions and learn even more from stuff from them on the show. It really, for me, drastically changed my life. And I started the same as you. I was like, I just got to do this so I can sell some more houses. And it kind of morphed from there. It became its own thing. And your episode one. 1099 you're 1099 in this tax time that's so funny uh, and right that's funny and you're uh and and like i've interviewed almost a thousand different entrepreneurs and that education in and of itself and my own messaging my own voice my confidence like you said it's through the roof it, it, where do you plan on taking your podcast going forward is it just going to become part of who you are now it is. It is a part of who I am. I can't even imagine not doing it now. Um, and, you know, I'm I'm at I think I'm at episode 175. So, you know, I'm way behind you um, and I've already just had such an incredible time. And like you said, it's been really life changing. And if it's been life changing for me, I know it will be life changing for other people as well. Uh, so why stop? You know, it's it's something yeah. that that helps others. And I, 
I'm excited to see where the next chapter goes. I'm a super open-minded person and I just put good out there and what comes back to me, I will roll with. Uh, and it's just about being the best person I can be. And if I get to help other people along the way, I think I'm winning as a human. I at least feel good about myself. <laughs> oh yeah, 100%. Plus the tribe that comes out of there, right? These are the people that really get to know you. Uh, one of the coolest uh, experiences I had, I'm at Starbucks and I order I order my drink and then somebody's like, hey, are, are you the business bro? And I was like, yeah, she goes, I recognized your voice. <laughs> I was like, that is weird, but that was cool, right? Yeah, to be able to have that kind of experience, to, uh, totally cool to, to see the, that sort of stuff. Or, or in your social media feeds, you get DMs like, hey, this really helped me out. Thank you very much. Like, it really sh puts a light on your day and it shines. Uh, it makes me feel really good about what we're doing. And, and I mean, it's, it's not for everybody. And I, what I tell people when they start a podcast, you probably won't be the next Joe Rogan, but I promise you the yeah. people that you do connect with, those become really people that you have for the rest of your life that jive with you, that believe in what you're doing, that connect with the way you think and the way you speak, those become your people. I mean, yeah. that, that to me is super powerful. Tell me about Prissy Nikki. You're a year in. Um, yeah. Where are you today? Where do you plan on being here in the next couple of years? So I am adding additional uh, products to the eyelash line. Uh, so I'm adding some colors. We're going to get very vibrant with it. And I'm Ooh. just picturing, uh, you know, Mardi Gras vibes and uh, even summertime vibes. There's lots of festivals and activities that go on that people want to get super festive for. So I'm here for it. I love it. Uh, so we'll be adding that. And then I'm also going to be adding a line of uh, hair extensions that you can put on yourself at home. Uh, hair extensions are very in as well. Um, but not just that, you know, I, I do want to touch on this and this is why I'm going to be adding um, hair extensions because I know it's seen as like, oh, vanity and, um, you know, girls just want more hair or whatever. But I mean, hello, of course we do. But there's actually a very large growing population of women that are struggling with losing their hair for different reasons. And whether it be hormonal, uh, different medical reasons, and quite frankly, the medical world is still trying to figure it out. I think I have the answers, but you know, I'm just prissy Nikki. So uh, <laughs> I, I'm going to stay in my lane. I do not have a medical degree, but all I'm going to say is try to eat as natural as you can and stop eating chemicals and garbage. But um, nonetheless, we're facing this and it's, it's a huge growing problem. And I'm, I'm here to tell you, I don't care what you've been through in your life. And I've been through a lot, but when you sit in the chair and you realize you have bald spots where there used to be a lot of hair, I mean, the, it's just, I can't even put it into words. It's devastating for a woman. Okay. You're bald. So I feel you. Uh, I know I'll make a, I'll make a special hair piece just for, no, but you know, <laughs> for, for women that wear their hair long, like guys wear their hair typically really short, but I would imagine a, a guy that had long hair like mine his whole life and then started losing his hair, it probably would be very traumatic, right? Because you're yes, used to being a lot of hair and I don't know, you know, it's just, it's, part of our identity. So, you know, think about how much we lost our shit when Britney Spears shaved her head. 
I mean, she had all this hair. Yeah, you're right, you're right. And I mean, she, it's just, that was a major statement. I mean, yes, that was a little crazy, right? But that was also a major statement because cutting all your hair off or just how traumatic it is for people that are going through chemo. And I mean, it is a part of us. So uh, I'm adding that it's not just going to be, you know, what you're seeing on social media or, or anything like that. Now it's going to be more targeted for women that are suffering from this hair loss so they can feel confident again. I mean, my tagline is be beautiful and fierce. Uh, so for me, this is something that I'm going to be very, very happy and passionate about adding. I love that. I love that. My, uh, my wife always talks about something similar. My, my mother-in-law had, uh, had cancer early on. She's had problems, you know, regrowing hair as well. Um, they do like laser treatments, all kinds of different stuff to try to get it back. And at the end of the day, I mean, I pick on, I pick on her all the time. You know, she's like, I got to put in his makeup. I was like, baby, you look beautiful, just natural the way you are. But a woman needs to, it, it, they mostly do it not for the guys. They do it for themselves. They do it to feel beautiful and to, to have that confidence to step out in the world and say, I look beautiful. I can take on this, whatever challenge they're facing in that particular day. And like it's something as simple as eyelashes, something as simple as hair extensions. It's not, simple in the mind of a woman it's right. it's powerful and you're you're bringing that to them in a way that i don't think guys will ever understand <laughs> ever ever it's a completely different ball game um but i know when when my like my wife for example she will tell me we haven't gone out in a while and what she's really saying is you haven't taken me somewhere where i was able to get dolled up put on a nice dress, throw on some jewelry. Cause I'm like, yeah, we went out the other day. Didn't we go to Chuck E. Cheese or something like that? <laughs> like totally different mindsets. Oh my God. So, totally different. Yeah, totally yeah. different. But yeah. you're giving, you're giving me these women the power to feel confident. I, I commend you for that. So if people want to reach out to you, if they want to, if they want to hear about your podcast, they want to order their lashes or the hair extensions that'll be coming here soon. How can they do that? So I am on social media, the Prissy Nikki, and my website is prissynikki.com. Boom, prissynikki.com. What are they gonna go with? What are they gonna find when they get there? So my social, I like to keep it entertaining. So I like to think that I'm very funny. So I have lots of jokes and memes and just little stories that I think are super hilarious. Um, maybe not everyone agrees, but I think I'm funny. But I also have a lot of information on uh, eyelashes and even just cultures and self-love. I talk a lot about self-love. Um, and uh, the website obviously is going to have the podcast and the actual products for purchase. So you can reach me either way, you know, what, whatever your interests are. If you want to learn more about self-love and great humor, social media is great. Or if you're interested in the products, the website is awesome as well. That's what I'm talking about. Like, 
I, I wish I wish my wife would make her stuff a little more public because she is so funny. She doesn't think she is, but she does it for her like 12 friends on like Snapchat. And I'm like, dude, you need to share this stuff. You know how many people would laugh at it? Your sense of humor is you can connect with so many people just being who you are. And I'm sure that's what we get to see when we go to your social media, when we, get, when we hear you on your podcast. It's you. It's genuinely who you are. And you get to share that with the world. So ladies and gents, one more time, the Prissy Nikki on social media at the prissy nikki uh and then uh website's the same thing www.prissynikki.com make sure you guys check it out nikki thank you very much for coming on the show i got one more question you got a podcast uh you've been on a a few podcasts now yourself what was your experience like on the business bros i have to say and i'm not just saying this to to fluff you up but i love your vibe i love your energy and this is definitely what my favorite that i've been on for sure that's what i'm talking about i love it well thank you very much for coming on the show ladies and gentlemen this is it i mean i'm telling you you guys want to fellas you want to impress your lady share this with them show them that look eyelashes i noticed that you put eyelashes on too and you look so beautiful look try these ones on i think they're gonna be yeah. great you never know prissy nikki might connect with your wife and then she'll be so happy you made that introduction just throwing it out there guys some points there nikki thank you very much for coming on the program today ladies and gentlemen we'll catch you guys on the next one peace and we're out it's over go home is your business in need of marketing try starting a podcast but not just any podcast podcasts like a pro we can show you how to take your business from being invisible to becoming a brand people trust go to www.businessbros.biz to get started today